welcome back to the Highway to Health Podcast. And thanks for connecting with us again on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. In this episode of the podcast, Dr. Ben Kligler from the Veterans Administration will be returning to discuss a variety of topics related to taking a holistic approach to your health. Dr. Kligler will be talking about the value of changing things up and getting into new surroundings outside your truck. He'll also talk about the importance to your health when it comes to getting out of slumps and finding happiness. Dave Nemo will be your host for this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast. And now let's hand it off to Dave for his feature interview with Dr. Ben Kligler from the Veterans Administration. Dr. Ben, good morning. Good morning. Good to be here. The Circle of Health, as we've talked about, and folks should know, and I hope they've gone to the website and everything, has four elements, me, self-care, professional care, and community. The element about self-care, and we're going to talk about surroundings here, of course, that's kind of a key topic this morning, but I was thinking about self-care because the World Health Organization, as I know you know, just a couple of days ago, came out with a warning against artificial sweeteners to control body weight. And I think we all really knew this, but now it's official. But they say that when you start using artificial sugars or artificial sweeteners, continued consumption could increase the risk of type 2 diabetes and cardiovascular disease and mortality in adults. So the point is, is that, okay, I need to lose some weight, but I love the soda but you know what? I'm not going to do sugar anymore. I'm just going to go with artificial sweeteners because they're safe and they don't add calories and the zero, 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 zero all the way down the label. And now I'm self-caring, but I'm doing the wrong (laughs) thing now. So that self-care and professional care, boy, you can't have the yin without the yang, can you? Right. Well, we're always learning, especially in that area of diet and nutrition. We're always learning new things. Once upon a time, we thought X was good for you. It turns out not so much. You used to think eggs were like the devil's playground for your cholesterol. But you do have to kind of stay up on things and be ready to make a sip for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that is for sure. Surroundings. I used to do the all-night trucking show called The Road Gang for a long, long time. So I was in a little soundproof room, just big enough for a control console and a rack of records and things like that, by myself in the middle of the night, just like our listeners would be in a small little room on wheels, if you will, behind the wheel, by themselves, and we would have that connection. Our surroundings were kind of the same, so I can kind of almost relate to the idea of being by yourself, working in a confined space. So those are surroundings, workplace surroundings. Out on the road, there are so many drivers who take the opportunity to get out of that workspace and maybe do a little fishing or even golfing, bicycling. A lot of folks listening right now have clubs and bikes and fishing gear in the trucks. In terms of the focus here, are we trying to improve or acclimate to the surroundings that we are in? Or are we looking for other surroundings to break away? Or I would imagine both. Yeah. I mean, I think it's both. Sometimes I think, and I'm sure this is true of truckers in large part, sometimes we can't totally control the surroundings we work in. I mean, you have to drive, you have to be in that small space. I mean, you can do, I think, a certain amount to make those surroundings more healthy. And even simple things like, do you have adequate back support where you're sitting all day? And do you have a way to get some reasonable ventilation going through the cab? And I think there's some simple things that you can do even while you're kind of quote unquote stuck in that workspace. 
But then I think a bigger part of this really does have to do with raising our awareness about how much of an impact surroundings have on us so that we make an effort to get into surroundings that are healthy for us. So that it's not just like, oh, you finish your day, you get out of your truck, you go to sleep or you do whatever, but you realize that actually doing that additional thing, whether it's taking a walk or getting out the fishing rod or whatever it might be, that that's really going to have an impact on your overall health. So I think it's both things, but I would probably put more of a priority on really just raising awareness about making the effort to get out into surroundings that make you feel sort of happy, healthy, doing something you enjoy. There's really good scientific evidence now about time outdoors having all kinds of health benefits. Of course, we always assumed your mom always said, get outside, that's <laughs> going to make you healthier and happier. But of course, now we've had science has kind of caught up with mom. And now we know there's actually a lot of evidence about reduced anxiety, reduced stress, reduced depression. Even in some cases, people with chronic pain, their pain is better when they spend more time outside. So I think that's a lot of it is raising people's awareness about how the surroundings can have an impact for sure. I know this statement will be going way overboard, but maybe you could reel this back to make some sense out of it. But what I'm kind of almost hearing you say is, if you can find a way to feel happy, by being happy, you're going to be healthier. You're going to improve your health through happiness. Now, you got to do the diet and the exercise and all that. We know that. But that's the starting point. Is that an overstatement? No. 100% not. But wow. you know what, Dave? Okay. I would replace the word happy with calm and content. And I'll tell um, you why. When you say happy, people think, oh, you're celebrating all the time. You're popping the champagne and you're laughing and everything's great all the time. And the fact is, life is challenging. To be happy all the time is probably not a reasonable goal for most of us. But on the other hand, to be content, to be satisfied with where you are at that moment, to feel connected. Those things definitely are something you can strive for. And there's a lot of evidence that the more time you spend in that state, the healthier you are. Let me just say one more thing about this, Dave, because you are not off base at all. When they look at people who have a sense of purpose in life, and by that I mean they are connected to something that matters to them in life, something that gives them that feeling of contentment. That could be a million things. That could be fishing. That could be spending time with your family. That could be a million different things. People that have that sense of being connected to that sort of meaning and purpose in their lives, they actually live longer than people who have lost that sense of purpose. Not only do they live longer, but it's a higher quality of life. And they have a lot less sort of pain and suffering from a lot of different conditions, whether that's cardiovascular disease or diabetes or depression or whatever it is. If you make time to get into that environment where you feel calm and content and connected, you're going to be healthier in the long run. And ultimately, you're going to be happier too. So I don't think you're far off at all. It's really interesting in terms of what you just said, because this is a personal thing here, but I think a lot of folks can relate to what I'm about to say. Since my heart attack, I've really been good at the gym. That's about 10 years ago now, but haven't been going to the gym lately because we're doing a lot of gardening, a lot of heavy stuff at home, and I've been really working out at home. But I've been kind of slumped and my lower back has hurt the whole thing, and I'm kind of walking around like a 74-year-old man. And I am one, and that's not how I walk around. But around the house, that's what I've kind of slumped into, and it's kind of weird. I went to the gym for the first time Saturday, and I realized it at the time that I'm standing up straight. My shoulders are back. My back doesn't really hurt that much. You know what I mean? In other words, it's like you can kind of fall into this slump, can't you? 
Oh, definitely. And sometimes it's the same thing, changing environment and doing something different. It raises your awareness. One thing I've really noticed, and I'm not in the big 70s yet, but I'm in the 60s, is when you don't pay attention to exercise that supports your core, your abdominal muscles, your chest muscles, it's very easy to get into that slump posture. And I imagine that's a real risk for truckers because you're sitting so much that if you're not paying attention to keeping at least some kind of tone or strength in your core, is going to ultimately hurt your posture. I mean, it sounds silly, but the body has a pretty bad design in a sense that we've got this big head that's held up on top of this little toothpick, which is our neck. And if you make your neck and your shoulders do all the work of holding your head up, in the long run, it's very tiring. <laughs> and if you can pay attention to your core, and it doesn't necessarily mean you have to go to the gym. It can be just super simple stuff that you do while you're sitting or even really simple, I mean, annoying, but simple stuff like doing a plank once a day for a minute or two. Those things can really make a huge difference. And then that can shift your whole orientation towards how you're holding yourself, how your posture is. And I'm laughing, hoping my wife is not listening because she's my most fierce coach in terms of my own posture. But knowing what you need to do and then actually doing it every day, that's a little bit of a different challenge, right? <laughs> my mom used to say, no, my wife is saying it. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stand up straight, boy. <laughs> <laughs> they actually make this device. I haven't tried it myself, but I mean, I wonder if anybody out there has tried it. It's like a little uh, sensor and it senses when your posture is slumping and it vibrates a little bit. Or you can get it to send a beep to your oh, phone. You so know, it's kind of like a way of not being totally oblivious to what's happening with your posture. I haven't tried it myself, but I'm a little bit scared to, to be honest. So I'll let you know. <laughs> what's that beeping noise? I don't know. But there's a guy over there. I think it's coming from him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I remember when that came out. That's been out for some time, and I hadn't thought about right. that in a long time. I just jotted that down. So I'm going to check into that. You want to get to the point to where you go from, I gotta to I wanna like that plank you were talking about I want to do that plank I'm gonna make time for it as opposed to I gotta and it takes a leap of faith to understand that if you go through the I gotta phase there is a next phase and it's called the I wanna phase and you want to do that and what you will do what you want to do and that's getting through that first phase and up that first ledge of that mountain is a big deal but it's happened to you I'm sure it's happened to everybody that's tried it I think right I think the thing I would say about that from my life and just from lots and lots of patients over the years is the main thing is so you go through the I gotta phase you get to the I wanna phase for a while it's human nature that eventually something's going to slip and you're going to lose that habit. And the whole point is don't get down on yourself. Don't judge yourself. Don't sort of give up. Just say, okay, I got to go back and start again. And you just need to start slow. It's just more a question of doing something and then you'll work your way out of it. I mean, this certainly happens to people with weight loss or with every kind of habit in our lives that we're trying to change is you make a change and then it's hard to sustain the change. And then you get all into judging yourself and then that makes it much more difficult to get motivated. So I think that's really the key too is if you do sort of get there but then don't stay there just get back in the game and start again and i think that's in some ways the most important lesson it's a lifelong journey kind of staying in the self-care mode so you have to be prepared that sometimes you're going to be doing a better job than others and that's okay that's just like everybody so i think that's a really key part of it yeah if you're going 60 miles an hour down the road that's wonderful but if you're only going 30 you're still going down the road yeah exactly
Speaking of going down the road, when I started my radio career, a lot of truck drivers, it was called slip seating. You didn't have your own assigned truck. And that was a big deal if you got your own assigned truck at a company, unless you owned your own truck. The original boom boxes were radios that drivers built. They'd make a nice wooden box. They'd go to a junkyard, get an old Motorola Super Heterodyne AM radio, put some speakers in it, and they would carry this back and forth from truck to truck because it wasn't their truck. So there was no opportunity to kind of make that home away from home feel. But now most folks will have an assigned truck at a company point out is to go ahead and do the stuff that kind of makes that workplace more like home. I always kind of thought you wanted to separate work and home or work and personal. I don't think that's a good thing if you're out on the road, is it? Yeah, I think I'm sure I don't have to say it to your trucker audience, but I think it's very easy to just get isolated. To be honest, in thinking about the kind of challenges veterans face, I think that's also a double kind of whammy. It's very easy for many veterans to feel kind of isolated, like people don't understand what kind of experience they've had, etc. So I think you got two things kind of stacked up against you. You probably need to push back against a little bit. I mean, it sounds silly and corny in a way, but even just a couple of photos of people you care about or a pet you love or even a photo of an outdoor environment. Let's say there's a place where you do like to go fishing or you like to sit on your deck and maybe you just have a picture of the view from there. Just even that act of glancing at a picture that gives you that feeling of kind of calm and contentment. That's another way you can change your surroundings. That's really pretty simple and it really has no downside. So I think that's one super easy thing people could do right away. I think, well, we're probably like, oh, I don't need a picture because I can look at my phone, but that doesn't work so much while you're driving. And also if the picture is just right in front of you on your visor, wherever it might be, you don't have to decide to look at it. Just your eyes are going to pass over it and it's going to give you that kind of boost. So I think there's a plus to actually printing something like that out and putting it somewhere in your work environment. As always, fascinating discussion. I know I kind of went way around the mountain on a couple of those areas, but thanks for kind of pulling me back in. My pleasure. I think you're very on target. Dr. Ben Clicker, thank you so much, as always. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And congratulations to your daughter who just graduated from medical school, and she's going to be an ER doc. Well, thank you. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm super proud. Thank you, Dave. Dr. Ben Kligler, and that's Highway to Health. Dr. Ben is the Executive Director for the Office of Patient-Centered Care and Cultural Transformation of the Veterans Health Administration. That closes out this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast. We would like to take this opportunity to thank you once again for spending part of your day with us on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. Now, folks, you can always find the Highway to Health Podcast through Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, And let's tell you about a few of the outlets where the podcast is available. You can listen to all of the episodes of the Highway Health Podcast through our website. Or you can subscribe to the podcast through all of the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Just go to wherever you get your podcast and search Highway to Health. The Highway to Health Podcast is a production of Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo.